All right, what's going on, world? What's going on, world? You know what I'm saying? It is nine o'clock. You know what I'm saying? And as promised, we are coming with part three. Part three of the relationship discussion. I'm here with the one and only YouTuber Yanika. She came back for another episode. So we just want to welcome you to the show again. And we want to know how you're doing this evening. Thank you for having me. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing incredibly well. You know what I'm saying? We want to welcome you to the Groove Live show. Y'all know what time it is. Welcome to the Groove Live show. And uh, we come back because we came to talk some things. There was a couple episodes we've done in the past and it's still some stuff left on the table. So it's more things we gotta talk about. So I think we should just get right into it. You know what I'm saying? So the first thing is, you know what I'm saying? This is the relationship discussion. So we're talking about relationships and marriage and how the thing is supposed to go. You know what I'm saying? I've never been married before. I don't know how certain things are supposed to go. So one thing in particular is, which is a hot topic in everybody's mind. Money, 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 money. Money. You know what I'm saying? People want to know, how is the finances supposed to go in marriage? Is it supposed to be 50-50? You know what I'm saying? We go out to eat, the, the mom and the dad split the bill. Uh, do they split the, the utilities? Who pays the bills? And then if one person pays the bills, then what does the other person do with their money? You know what I'm saying? It, 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 it's interesting. I, I, I honestly don't know how that works. I have my, my, like, I guess my perspective on it, like how I think it should go. But I guess it's a relative thing. It, it depends on how your marriage is set. But we want to ask you, Yanika, um, how do you think the financial, uh, the finances should go in marriage? Should it be 50-50? Should a man pay more? If or should the woman pay more? And if so, what is the what is the other party supposed to be doing with their money? Um, I think it, like you said, depends on the people involved. They should do whatever works for them. I think though it shouldn't be 50-50, it should be a hundred hundred meaning whatever both people make should just go in one pot and you pay bills, you pay everything out of that. I don't really understand the whole, oh, this person is paying this and this person is paying that. I'm like, if that's the case, then just don't get married because what's the point? You know, when you get married, you're supposed to become one, at least that's what's supposed to happen. But people aren't necessarily living that way this day. And then they wonder why there's so many financial issues in marriages. Um, so I think it should be 100-100. I do think though that the man should try to make enough to cover basic bills. And my reasoning for that is because whenever something happens and someone has to stay home, um, for whatever reasons, it's usually the woman, um, not in all cases, but in the cases where it is, I do think that the man should try to make enough to cover basic bills, regardless of whatever the woman makes. But that's just my perspective. That's 100%. I agree with that. Like, I, I see marriage as like, it's a union. 
You know what I'm saying? Like it's two people, not literally, but they're becoming one. You know what I'm saying? So it sometimes it annoys me where people always love to talk about the finances in marriage and stuff like that. And I feel like if you if you're really getting married for the right reasons, that shouldn't matter that much. Like obviously right. you want your partner to to have ambition, you know what I'm saying, and bring something to the table. You don't want to feel like your partner is dead weight, but it shouldn't be so like people will say like, oh, who's supposed to pay this bill? Who's supposed to pay that bill? And I'm like, come on, guys, like grow up. Like I agree in the sense where it's like if I'm married, I feel like my money is my family money. Like I'm not going to be thinking from a, a selfish mindset in that in that sense. You know what I'm saying? And I would hope the the wife see the same thing i i agree where yes it should be a hundred hundred in the percentage you know what i'm saying but me as a man in the in the family i would want you know what i'm saying that like i pay for the house and stuff like that you know what i'm saying i pay the mortgage the bills you know what i'm saying and stuff like that and even though I pay those things, my money is the family money. And I see the wife money as the same thing. In my mind, I would see the wife money as more like when times get rough, then kind of lean on wifey a little bit more. But whenever things are good, I feel like it would be me spending my money to, you know, feed the family, you know, take the kids shopping, whatever, whatever comes with raising a family, you know what I'm saying? But, um, I don't know if that's just the man in me wanting to be because you just naturally want to contribute. It's just like, cause you, just, you feel like what, what use do I bring? You know what I'm saying? Like I would never want to feel like dead weight in my marriage because why would my wife respect me? You know what I'm saying? How could, how could my wife respect me if she just see me as dead weight? And that's really what I am. I don't provide nothing. I don't, I just kind of sit on the bed and don't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? I feel the same way for the wife too, because I know a lot of people, they have that, that mentality where the man works and the, the wife is a stay at home mom and that type of thing. And I respect that, but I don't think women were put on earth just to, to be housewives. I feel like everybody has a calling. You know what I think? I think everybody was put on the earth to do some type of art, some type of self-expression. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to find out what that is and everybody has that inside of them. So I feel like even women, they have a calling, like they either meant to do art, they meant to sing, they meant to dance, whatever it is that you love to do, do that and make a career out of that. But it would be very difficult for me to respect my wife if all she wanted to do was sit at home because then it's just like, what is your purpose? You know what I'm saying? What what really makes you happy? What what do you feel like is your destiny? Uh, yeah, what you feel like is your destiny? You know, because I feel like everybody has a destiny. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has, uh, everybody has a purpose. Everybody has a purpose in life. You know, so I I don't think, like. I don't want to knock housewives, you know what I'm saying? But I've had women come with that logic. Like, I'm just, you know, you're gonna, they're going to live off of me and they're not going to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, 
it, it would be hard to see you as a wife. I would almost see you as my daughter in that sense. I, it would almost, you know, it's like, it would be hard for me to respect you as a woman because especially like with the mom that I had, like my mom was a single mother. So I always grew up seeing my mom go and get it. You know what I'm saying? So I've never seen, I've never experienced that dependent mentality from women. You know what I'm saying? And even now, like I get frustrated with lazy women. You know what I'm saying? Like women that I date and you see, they got a lot of lazy um, traits to them. You know what I'm saying? I get frustrated very easily about that. And I think it's because just how I came up, I've never seen women with that type of passive mentality that type of behavior that they come with you know so i think yeah go ahead i'm sorry i was gonna say i think that a lot of what you think is us coming from our background because where we're from the woman they take care of home and they work and stuff you know they don't just really sit there and do nothing like we come from a culture where people are hustlers people like to hustle and I mean, men typically don't want the lazy type woman from our culture. Like that's so that's just kind of what you're used to. And I don't think there's anything wrong with a woman solely wanting to be a housewife. Um, I don't think anything's wrong with that. I mean, personally, because of how I am and I know I have this like hustler mindset, I've always said that I want a large family and I plan to just work from home. I mean, I'll still be doing stuff like my vlog or my um, finance work, but I'd be doing it from home. So in a sense, I technically be a housewife, but I would just be working from home. But some women don't want to work at all. And I don't think you should knock them for that. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think with our culture with black culture our women have always for the most part had to work and so I think maybe that's where for some men it's weird whenever a black woman especially says she doesn't want to work um she 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 just wants to sit and relax I don't think there's anything wrong with that um so I don't think you can say you you shouldn't respect them just maybe that that's not your type and that's okay okay but, um, that's some men's type. Some men just want a woman that will sit around and do nothing. Um, oftentimes I come across those men and they get bored with those women though. So I'll say that. <laughs> okay. I mean, they I they want one thing that. and they want something else. <laughs> I can see that point of view, but don't you think everybody was put on the earth to create some type of art? Like, I'm not saying you got to be a painter or a singer or something like that, but I feel like everybody have some destiny they have some like purpose it beyond because if a man were to come and say i want to be a, a house husband i want to sit and do nothing it would be hard for the woman to respect him like it would be hard like i guess yes you can't knock that if that's if that's the type of marriage y'all want you know to each their own you know what i'm saying but i'm just saying i know it has to be difficult for that woman to look at you like and be like that is my man that is my husband and be proud of that <laughs> well for me that would not be my type okay but all the men i've dated are very ambitious and very um very ambitious that's my type so but i'm not gonna knock a man for wanting to be a house husband just find a woman that's okay with you being a house husband and i think 
a big part of the issue is a lot of people trying to put off their own beliefs on other people. Um, and what you should do is actually just find somebody that lines up with whatever it is that you want. If, if you want a house husband, go get you a house husband. If you want a housewife, go get you a housewife. But um, I think everyone's different. I, I would say it's weird for a man to just want to be a house husband because most men typically want to do for their woman to make them feel like a man. So I mean, personally, I would be looking at him crazy, but that's just me. You know, I can't knock a woman who is okay with that type of man. But I do agree with you as far as everyone was put on earth with their own purpose. I think for women, it's a lot harder for some women to find their purpose because you have society telling women they should go this way and that way. And, and some women don't know up from down, you know, so they've just sort of settled on the mindset that, okay, I should sit at home and have a man take care of me. Like, because that's what society sometimes push. If, if a woman works too hard, society says she's too independent. If she um, sits at home, she's too lazy. So it's just like, what's a woman supposed to do? You know what I'm saying? Remember, society... All men, men, okay. <laughs> that's, but that's what they do. Like, it's like, if you're one way, they're like, oh, you're a gold digger. If you're another way, they're like, Oh, you're just lazy, or you're this, or you're you're too independent. It's just it's very confusing um, for women. I think I think me being the type of woman I've always been, which is I know what I want, and I don't really care what people say. So it's like men spurring all these. You're gonna die alone if you're too independent, and this that. I'm just looking at them crazy. I'm like, I don't have a shortage of men that want me. <laughs> they love my independence. They love um my strong will, you know what I'm saying? Like for some men, that's a turn on, you know? I feel like it's only weak men that run away from the um, independent type woman because independent doesn't mean that she can't work with you. And I think that's where some people have the mistake. Yeah, because even in a relationship, there shouldn't even be no sense of dependency. You should definitely know I am my own person and I'm comfortable with that. But I like this other person and I want them to be a part of my life. You can still be in a relationship and be independent at the same time. I don't think it has to be so mutually exclusive. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. It, I don't know. It, I don't know why people are so like into the finances of the marriage, like breaking down, like who pays who. I feel like if you. Well, mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, like, if you are trying to make this family work, you're going to do what you're going to do. You're going to do what you got to do to make this family work. Like, it's just teamwork. Why would you want to see your family struggle? That's your kingdom. This this is what you're trying to build. Why would you, why wouldn't you want to take care of everything? Whether you're a man or a woman, why wouldn't you want to contribute to your family? You know, I I don't know. Maybe it is society, like what they're imposing on people. Maybe it's the weak men behind society. Like, because I think real men, they want to see, not necessarily work, but they want to see their woman doing what they love because they feel like that's what's going to make her the happiest. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what makes people genuinely happy when they find out what they were put on earth to do. And they're doing that. You know what I'm saying? Because then you're able to focus and what you do never feels like work. That's what they say. When you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. 
And I think it's important for people to find that. And this kind of goes into a lot of different things. Cause I feel like, like we live in a society where there's a lot of importance put on money. So I think people, they, they rather, you know, choose something that's gonna like satisfy them financially that instead of giving them long-term fulfillment. I can imagine even back in college, I chose business as a major instead of really taking the time to find out what I love to do because I was like, whatever, business is gonna make me money. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, now that I'm older, I look back and I was like, if I were to do it all over again, I think I would have actually went for a major in psychology because I, I see I have more of a passion and more of like an inclination to learn about those type of things. But back in them times, my mind was so entrenched in, you know, money will make me happy. I got to, as long as I'm making money, everything else will fall into place. And really it's not about that. It's really about finding your purpose and really um, making that kind of carve out a world for you, you know? And I agree in the sense that, you know, you can't push your beliefs onto other people. So I do respect people who have that setup where the wife stays at home. And when I say stay at home, I mean, she just cooks and cleans. Not like she works from home. She has a business or she's pursuing her dreams at home. That's something completely different. We're just talking about, she feels like her whole purpose is to clean up the house and make dinner. That's it. That's it. Of course, women were put on earth to do much more than that. You know what I'm saying? But we're not going to judge them. You know what I'm saying? And it, it's all about beliefs. And it, it, it goes into my next question. You know what I'm saying? Could you date or marry someone that was of a different belief system? Say you were a Christian. Um, could you date a Muslim? Or if you were a Buddhist, could you date a Christian? Or if you were a Jew, do they have to have the same religious background? Or could you all um, find common ground on the more spiritual sense and the more like um, main principles of life? Or do you think it couldn't work? Um, again, it's one of those things. It depends on the people. But I think it would be very difficult for someone who's like a super Christian to date like a super Muslim, you know, like it's just so different. I just don't quite see how it would work because in order to make a long term relationship, marriage and things like that, you guys have to be compatible in certain ways and you have to have certain similar belief systems and certain similar values and philosophy and things like that. Um, it's like, you know, a super liberal trying to date a super conservative. It's just like, you're going to butt heads so much. It's going to be like, you're at war all the time. And it's just like, who wants to live their life like that? I'm not saying, of course, you and your partner should have certain differences like some of your strengths can be their weaknesses and things like that so you can mend well together but um i think it's just very difficult for people that are like completely different belief system to make it work because once kids come in the picture and one person wants to raise the child this way and the other person wants to raise the child that way good luck okay like and i think a lot of people who end up like having children before even marriage and things like that sometimes they find out how different 
um, that their values and belief system is from the person they had a child with, which is sometimes why the relationship doesn't even work out because you guys' belief systems are so different. Um, I think it's difficult to make that work if it's like completely different. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? Um, I, I agree in the sense that it would be difficult, but I think it could work because even though, because sometimes a lot of the times we're of a specific religion just because that's how we were raised. You know what I'm saying? So as long as you guys can find some common ground when it comes to very basic like um, viewpoints on life, then I think it could work. Like a lot, of, a lot of religions essentially have the same principles. You know what I'm saying? They all boil down to the golden rule. Do, do unto a next man as you, as you would want a next man to do unto you. It's all about that circle of life and stuff like that. So as long as they are true practitioners of whatever re, you know, religion they, they, they claim to, then I, I think it could work. You know what I'm saying? And I agree in a sense that like, who, what are we going to teach the kids? You know, what, what belief system are we going to teach the kids? And it's, it's tough. You know, I, I think about these things a, a lot. Cause I'm like, I have a unique belief system, I think, you know, <laughs> and so I don't think I'm gonna find a woman that agrees with everything that I believe in. So I'm just like, Hmm, what parts am I willing to compromise on? What parts am I not? You know what I'm saying? Like I've dated, I personally, I don't eat meat at all. You know what I'm saying? And I've dated women that do. And it's just like me and her connect well, but I'm just like, if we go far with this, like if we get married, if we have kids, like she thinks she's about to feed the kids steak or something. You know what I'm saying? Like what's going on? Like, no way. No, 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 no. Don't give the kids steak. <laughs> That's why you have those conversations though. And I think food is completely different than a belief system because food is something you can adjust, right? If let's say my husband was to say he's vegan and he wants the kids to be raised vegan, I'm the type of person, I don't see the harm in that. Like, it's not going to harm the kids to raise them vegan. So I'll raise them vegan, but I probably still eat my meat. You know what I'm saying? She's <laughs> like, still going to have her curry meal. goat, like, behind the scenes. She's still going to have her curry <laughs> goat. I'm eating my meat in, the, in front of y'all, but <laughs> that's it, you know? But it's different if you're saying someone is, like, a super liberal, right? And then they're trying to date a super conservative. That just good luck like that's all i gotta say good luck good luck trying to date but if it's a super liberal trying to date someone that's more moderate like sure you guys will have differences but at least you can somewhat come to a common ground like if a super christian was dating someone that's like more moderately christian then <laughs> It can some that type of deal can work, but when you're on two opposite end of the spectrum, it's just good luck. <laughs> good luck. Yeah. But I mean, even even when we bring it back to the food thing, vegan and carnivore are two opposite sides of the spectrum. And you said you would let it slide a little bit because you feel like it wouldn't harm the kids. So what if that conservative let the liberal views slide onto the kids because they felt like <laughs> hey, I mean, it couldn't hurt, you know what I'm saying? Let the kids be open to it and maybe let them choose for themselves, you know? Well, no, because I'd say with food, 
when you're saying someone to go vegan, that's the healthier option. And most, especially mothers or even fathers would want their child to be raised on the healthier option, even if you yourself isn't living in the healthiest option. You would want your kids to do that. But when you're saying, when it comes to politics and you're trying to vote between liberals and conservatives, a lot of couples break up over politics. Like, I don't really hear a lot of people breaking up over food. It's it's food, you know? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So I don't know. I I do think it can work. It's just, I don't know, because marriage is hard. I've never been married before. So I'm just like, man, what kind of compromises are you going to have to make? And it's just like, when do you know when to draw the line? Like, when does it become, when does it stop being compromising and start, start being self-deprecation? You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. just, getting sucked into the relationship and losing yourself like is there a is there a way to know when to draw the line in your opinion or is it is I think it so I think so I think like for food for example if you're vegan and you're trying to force me to become vegan we have an issue now if you're vegan and you said you want to eat your vegan food and I say okay I want to eat my meat then to me, that's a that, that's just an understanding. Like, I'm going to eat my meat and you're going to eat your vegan food. That's it. Like, we don't need to be changing our whole diet just to please the other person. You can still be yourself and be in a relationship. I can still cook vegan food and cook my own food, you know? So that, to me, is a compromise where you're not changing yourself. But if you're telling me that, you know, let's say I'm a conservative and you're a super liberal and you're telling me I need to become a liberal, then we have a problem. <laughs> then I'm losing myself, right? <laughs> and I'm not saying people don't change. Um, if you're going to make the changes because you think that it's better for you, then that's not self, you know, that's not like losing yourself. That's just you becoming a better you. But if you're just doing it for the sole purpose of pleasing your partner, then that's when you, you start losing yourself. Yeah, and it's, it's important not to lose yourself. I think a lot of the times people in relationships love the other person more than they love themselves. And I think that's when relationships start to become unhealthy. You know, I think yeah. you can't pour from an empty cup. I think you won't be capable of genuinely loving someone else if you don't genuinely love yourself, you know? So a lot of the times people lose themselves for the sake of keeping the relationship and there's something very sad about that you know I feel like you should never have to do that and I wonder why people do that so much is it a sense of desperation do they not feel confident that there's better out there for them or do they just think they have to do this in order to make it work what do you think in your in your opinion um various reasons I think sometimes some people don't know how to be alone um I've come across many people who just they hop from relationship to relationship simply because they don't know how to be alone and um I think that's a big part of it usually I think sometimes people already fell for the person and now they don't want to lose that person so they start making those changes to themselves to try to keep that person 
Um, and more times than not, it's usually the woman that's um, making all these crazy um, women, I'd say accommodate men will compromise, but women accommodate women, women are the ones who typically change themselves to mold themselves into whatever this particular men want. And then the funny part about it is a lot of those women as they get older and start finding themselves, um, they end up leaving the man because they done switched everything about themselves to try to please this man and then they are still not satisfied because they they realize that doesn't actually make them happy and, and that could be a big part of the, the divorce rate. <laughs> but I don't know, I think people should should be themselves and you'll you'll connect with someone that is also being themselves. And I feel like that's the best way about to go about it. Don't force things with people. Um, you know, you're gonna have to communicate with each other and sometimes make small changes to accommodate a whole other human being in your life. But you shouldn't like, you shouldn't have to go from being a conservative to a liberal just to please another person. You know, that's, that's a lot. You shouldn't have to go from being a vegan to a meat eater to please another person. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> who you are just to please somebody else because it won't it won't ever work out good for you in the long run you're always gonna yeah you you become resentful too especially when that person starts doing things that um are out of bounds you'll start being like i make all these changes for you and um you're treating me like you know like that's how when people start becoming like that because they never was being themselves to begin with and you get what you get you get what you get you know <laughs> don't don't lose yourself just for the sake of the next person no matter how much they look good no matter how much you know what i'm saying they make you feel good it's never worth it you know what i'm saying they always say stand in love don't fall in love you know what i'm saying and i agree with that <laughs> don't lose yourself out of love but i want to get into the next topic now and i think um the next one is, should it matter who makes more in the relationship? Um, I'll let you go first. Um, did we touch on this earlier? But um, no, it shouldn't. I don't think it should. I think, though, we live in a culture where they push men so much that they should make more and they should make this and they should that, that a lot of men feel low when they're dealing with a woman that might make more than them or that does more than them like they might feel low because that's not what society pushes for that for it to be society basically shapes people mind and 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 make them think the way that they do a lot of times it's, it's very few people out there that has their own mind that I've I've come across honestly like a lot of people how they do stuff is really because of how society has molded them to be. It's not necessarily their own personal beliefs. Um, and I think that works that way for men. Like to me, I don't think it matters if the man man makes more or not, because I mean, I'm, I'm about to be a CPA. I'm gonna make good money in the long run, right? So it's just like a man will have to understand that if he makes less than me, does it mean that he's any less than me? No way, because I value men way more than money. Like I would never 
Um, I would never like date a man just for money. That's just me though. Some women do and nothing's wrong with that. If that's what your belief is, that's what's your belief. But um, I don't think it matters. But to piggyback on something I said earlier is I do think that a man should make enough to cover basic bills. If our bills, um, all our basic bills come up to 50K, then that man needs to find a way to make 50K. I don't know, care how he does it, but you need to find a way to do it, <laughs> you know? But I think that's just mainly because of the the um, point that if something happens and someone has to stop working, it's usually the woman. So it makes more sense for the man to be able to cover basic bills, especially the housing, because if we don't have nowhere to live, then good luck. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Um, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it ties into the first topic. You know what I'm saying? I don't think money matters that much in a relationship i've never wondered how much money like a woman that i was dating made now that i think about it like i've never asked i've never like because that doesn't concern me too much all i want to see is that um she has some drive she has some type of um like want to do something you know what I'm saying? I can't feel like you're this big gray blob that has no desire to do anything. That's all I care to see. I feel like as long as the ambition is there, even if she doesn't make a lot of money now, she will eventually. You know what I'm saying? As long as she's consistent with whatever it is that she loves to do, she will be able to carve out a life for herself with that. And I feel the same for myself. So even if I date a woman that make more money than me now. You know what I'm saying? It's not that I'm in a competition, but I know, you know what I'm saying? Five, 10 years from now, that's probably not going to be the case. I'm going to be stunting. I'm not going to be stunting on my wife. You know what I'm saying? Because my money is our money. <laughs> Trust me. You know what I'm saying? Like, as long <laughs> as I stay consistent with what I love to do, yes, it's going to take off for me. I'm very, very confident <laughs> in that. So I never get... I wouldn't get intimidated if the woman makes more money than me. I would actually get motivated to make more because I would, I would want to be the breadwinner. <laughs> I would just want to be the breadwinner. You know what I'm saying? Man. It's, it's a man like, thing. Yeah. I was going to say, it's a man thing to want to feel like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's a man thing to want to feel like you have, control of the situation it's a man thing I think I think even the men who get with women who make more and do more and all those things um a lot of them feel low about themselves because for a lot of men like I said society has pushed you that you should be the one that's like taking care of this and also for some it's just in your nature and it's in a lot of male nature to to be super competitive um and nothing's wrong with competition if it's healthy like if you're saying okay i want to make more than her so i can have her relax and take care of her cool but if you're saying you want to make more than her just because you want to control her 
then that's when it becomes unhealthy. So I don't think anything's wrong with healthy competition. <laughs> and I wanted to piggyback on one other thing you said about money not mattering. I say be careful saying that because money is one of the biggest um, reasons for divorce. So you can't say money don't matter. I think that people just shouldn't make it out to be what they do in today's age where everything's so superficial. But you can't say it doesn't matter because I mean you can't you gotta live somewhere. You got you gotta live somewhere. Right. Bills gotta get paid. So Right, right, right. Basically I meant like it shouldn't matter in the sense where it's like it shouldn't necessarily define the partner's <laughs> worth. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I said, even if I'm dating a woman where she make way less than me. As long as I see that she's passionate about what she does and she really has the drive to persevere through the, the highs and lows of whatever it is that she's pursuing, then I know, I trust, I believe in that, that those, those character traits, you know what I'm saying? That ambition and that drive will see her through. So even if she don't make good money now, she will make good money eventually. You know what I'm saying? And then the same for me. Even if my wife is some big whatever, you know what I'm saying? She make more money than me. I know eventually, you know what I'm saying? Everything is going to take off for me. And it's like, I'm in no competition with people in that sense where it's like, I need to make more money than you just to satisfy my ego. It's just, like I said, I think in one of the previous episodes, I'm all about continual personal growth. So I always want to be doing better in the next year than I was doing in the year before. So it's like, as long as you stay consistent with that mindset, eventually, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? You will, you know what I'm saying? See the fruits of your labor. So I don't think it should matter who makes more. I think um, it should just matter how much you respect each other regardless of how much each other makes you know what i'm saying like even if my wife makes more than me i would still want her to be able to respect me and part part of that comes off of my behavior my being able to prove to her that i'm diligent about what i want to do i'm passionate about it and it's going to take off for me you know what i'm saying because i want her to believe in what i do i want her to trust in what i do and i want to be able to believe in what she does too and be like her biggest cheerleader you know what i'm saying her biggest um encourager and stuff like that you know and i hope she is for me because i'm all about um like the exchange that comes with the relationship the sense of give and take you know we give to each other we take from each other and stuff like that so nah it shouldn't matter more it, it doesn't matter more if the woman makes more i mean if she does make more than me, it, it might motivate me to step my game up a little bit. I would be like, yo, what's going on here? You know what I'm it saying? It will because, I mean, it's just you guys' nature. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> the man making more money don't motivate you to be like, yo. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I um, because I feel I've been, I've been self-sufficient my whole life. So, a man making more or less doesn't matter to me um I've always been self-sufficient I've always been able to take care of myself I've always found a way by myself so um I'm not trying to make more than him it's not that deep I mean of course I want if we are a family unit I want us to make as much as possible to send off to our kids and grandkids and things like that but 
I don't need to make, I don't need to push myself solely to make more than him. I would be pushing myself to make more for the family, if that makes sense. But male nature, you guys are different. Or I don't know if it's society that molded you guys this way, but you guys are just going to want to make more than your woman. It's just what I've seen is how men are, is what I've seen. Yeah, I, I guess it's just male nature. It's just. I've I've had a man tell me that um he liked me, he wants to date me, but he doesn't feel like he's on my level. Like I've literally had a man tell me that and I was looking like, like I mean, I, I really wasn't even looking at your money or anything, but that's that's how he felt. So I was just like, Okay, cool. I mean, I I wasn't interested in him anyway, but it was just interesting to hear him say that but it's like a lot of men think this way a lot of men think this way like they feel like if they're not on your level or whatever the case may be mind you they don't even know what my income is so they have no idea if I make a lot of money or not but they're like just making the assumption I guess because of how I carry myself and and what I do and things like that like they make certain assumptions but it's just a it's a male thing I think it's just and I don't think there's anything wrong with it I think there's only something wrong with it once it becomes unhealthy like once it becomes you trying to make more so that you can control this woman and there's a lot of men that financially abuse women and and I think that's when it becomes unhealthy. But if you're just, you're doing it as a like healthy competition to build up for your family and all those good things, then I think that's a beautiful thing. So I do too. And I, I guess you're right. It's just the male nature. Like for some reason, it's not that I want to make more than my wife. It's just, I just want to feel like the head honcho. I just want to feel like the king. You know what I'm saying? I just want to feel like the king. You know? Male, male nature. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I just want to, I don't know. Think about what you said. You said, you know, you're going to eventually make more than your woman. Whereas I'm saying, <laughs> I don't care if my man makes more. Like, great. Go make more. Good. Good, good more money for us. It's all, like, it's all a part of the family. So for anyway. you, you care. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like I said, even when it's a marriage, I think uh, um, I see it where it's like my money is our money anyway. So it's like what you said, it's healthy competition that's really going to lift the whole family ultimately, you know? So I, I, I didn't even know financial abuse was a thing. Like it oh, was yeah. about, I make more money than you. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm controlling everything. You know what I'm saying? You, you can't go anywhere because I, I wear bigger pants than you or something like no, I, I don't. I, I don't think you really appreciate your marriage if you have that mindset. You're, you're more well, like a control. Think about it, though. Do a lot of men appreciate their marriage, or do is is a woman just a, you know, a helping them meet whatever their needs, like getting them children and things like that? Do they actually value their woman? Um, I haven't. No disclaimer i haven't seen too many marriages in my life well i know that's sad to say but from the few that i've seen i i've seen that the man does appreciate his wife i do see some of what you're saying where it's like he just see her as like you know a baby machine or or you know what i'm saying a sex doll or something like that but 
I've seen a couple instances where, you know, the man genuinely appreciates his wife. Um, and it's, it's sad to say I haven't seen too many examples of that, but, you know, I, I admire those men because like I said, I didn't grow up with a lot of people encouraging me to get married and stuff, but I want to get married because I want to appreciate women. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I want to genuinely just love a woman and I, I want that family life. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I remember when I was younger, I used to want to fast forward to my thirties when I already was married and had kids. Like, this whole young promiscuous dating phase of your 20s I was like I wish I could fast forward past that part where I'm already a family man you already just you got your little family over here and you can just worry about that sometimes when you're in your 20s you know what I'm saying it's confusing because there's so many temporary relationships so many superficial like situations you get involved in and it can be very confusing. It can be, and, and it, it can be frustrating because it, it makes you think like, damn, am I ever, am I ever going to get married? You know what I'm saying? Is this going to happen? Like, is it going to happen? Like, sometimes I wonder, like, I want to ask married people, like, did you know that this person was going to be your spouse this, as soon as you met them? Or was it some something where it grew, it grew on you? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wonder that. Like, I wonder, like, did I, did I meet my wife already? You know what I'm saying? Do, <laughs> do, do I get this tingling in my stomach when I see her? Do I, is that, is, how will I know? Like, God, tell me, you know what I'm saying? I just want to know, you know, but it, life is, life can't be that easy, you know? <laughs> I think you should maybe talk to married men, find some married men. They have a lot of marriage groups where married people are in. You could always ask married men. Um, a lot of married men I came across told me that it was very early on when they knew it was their wife. Um, of course, they didn't marry right, right away all the time for various reasons. And of course, you want to do your due diligence and make sure that this person is who you think that they are, right? Um, but they they typically said they knew pretty early on. So um, that's why I, I'd encourage women, don't waste your time with these men. I mean, even the young ones knew pretty early on, like um, some of the young ones who got married young, they knew pretty early on. Um, and, and, and young marriage is not meant for everybody, I don't think, um, especially depending on your background. And especially in this day and age, I, I don't think it's wise for anyone, male or female, to get married under 25. Um, there's literally studies that show that your brain doesn't de fully develop until you hit around 25, 26. So doesn't make sense to get married before that in this day and age with all the distractions and social media and all this foolish foolishness going on. Like it's, it's good to mature first and then take that step. But I mean, I get it as a person who want who desires marriage and stuff like that like I get it if you feel like um it seems so far-fetched especially when you don't see good examples <laughs> but I just say when you meet your wife you know and um you make the necessary steps like one thing a married man told me is that a man won't let his wife get away like that's what a married man told me so I said okay cool <laughs>
I guess I could see what he meant by that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I guess I got to just chop it up with more married men. I got to hang out with more married men. That's, that's the start there. But, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I want to get into the last topic. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Lack of strong Black families holding the community back. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why is that? You know what I'm saying? Why is... Black families, so like broken Black families, such a common thing we see in today's day and age. Because I feel like that's not how they did it back in Africa. Like, I don't think, you know, they have baby mama, baby daddy culture. Maybe they do, but I don't think it's like, (laughs) I don't think it's as common as it is in the West, like Black people of the diaspora and stuff like that. So why do you think that is? And what do we need to do to get back on track? Oh, depends on what tribe in Africa you're talking, right? Because some of those tribes, those men had multiple women. So (laughs) it depends on on which, (laughs) how you're looking at Africa. It does, it does. But what I mean is like, there's no relationship between the mother and the father. The, The house is completely broken. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's literally like they come together to hatch the kid and that's it. There's no intention of actually raising the kids together. You know what I'm saying? What I feel like it's so normalized here. You know what I'm saying? In the West, you know what I'm talking about? In America, the Caribbean, South America, all these Black diasporic cultures, it's so normalized here. So I just wonder why that is. Um, is it like um, a result of slavery? Is it you know what I'm saying? What's going on in the psychology and why is it so difficult for black mm-hmm. men and women to just to love one another? You know what I'm saying? Why is that? I mean, there's so many factors that I'm not sure we can get into all of it in this video, but there's so many factors, right? I mean, there was a point in time where black marriages, specifically in America, um, was a lot higher, right? There was less divorces, but when people talk about that as well, they forget the point where women couldn't really leave because, I mean, they could, but they had no options. They didn't have the options they have today. They didn't have the options to work. They didn't have the op- the options, you know, to get a decent wage, to um, do their own thing. Like women couldn't do that. And some men will will say that it was better for women back then, but it's like, was it? Because a lot of older women that I personally talk, have talked to said that they wish they had what we women today have. They wish they had the independence. And a lot of those women actually push for their younger grandchildren and stuff like that to get an education. That way they don't have to depend on a man financially to take care of them because like I said, a lot of men, they use that financial power um, to control women. I mean, obviously, that's not every man, but it happens a lot more often than what people will like to portray on social media. Um, and you have to also think in America specifically um, when, you know, our men were getting locked up. The women had to go to bat by themselves. And it's just like, I don't think specifically in America, people have found their way back 
Um, now, if you talk about Jamaica, where I'm from, I didn't see people get getting married. So they just stayed together, though. I, I'll say that they did stay together, even when it was toxic. Um, they just they just did. But I think there's just so many factors. And it's just we have to find a way to find ourselves back. We have to find a common ground. And sometimes it's conversations like this um, that will help us get back to a common ground. Because I think a lot of what you see today is there's women creating podcasts about all this stuff. There's men creating, all these men now are rebelling because the women have rebelled, right? So these men are rebelling and they all created these podcasts talking about women are this and women are that. But I've listened to some of them and, and, and it seems like a lot of them aren't even trying to understand where women are coming from. So it's like we're never going to find a common ground if all you're doing on these podcasts is bashing women and not actually bringing on women to speak on, on their part of things, you know? So it's, it's just, it's a mess. It's a mess, honestly. Some of the stuff I see and how we talk about each other and things like that, it's just, it's a mess and and I hate to see it because I feel like our community the black community specifically we can get so much further if we just try to understand each other try to work with each other and go from there we have so many smart people within our communities we have doctors and lawyers and and accountants and everything like we have all these people that we can utilize and push ourselves forward but I don't even think it's just with relationships it's even in business and stuff like sometimes you'll see like black people don't want to use black people and, and, and instead of helping each other they bash each other and it's just like you look at other communities and they all work together. They they work together. You you see those um, communities like Asian community, they come to the States and what do they do? Band together and work together. But we just, I don't know, we just can't get it together. We're all just at each other's throat. And it, it, it might stem from slavery and the crabs in the barrel. And, and there's a, a lot of Black people who are trying to seek white people's validation um it, it just is what it is so it's it's tough but we have to find our way we have to find a way back <laughs> it is tough and i think the first way of doing that is um really recognizing our own faults you know what i'm saying men and women you know what i'm saying a lot of the times like those podcasts that you're talking about it's men bashing women or women bashing men but no one is coming on there to say, yo, this is the shitty parts of my personality. This is yeah. what I did to ruin my past relationships and stuff like that. And I think a lot of people refuse to look at themselves in the mirror and just accept the parts that they need to work on, be accountable for that. And I think um, maybe that's why, you know, the the... the it's, it's hard for the Black family structure to, to stay strong in today's day and age. I think it's a lack of accountability. A lot of the times you see it where it's like a lot of women feel like it's all the men's fault and a lot of men feel like it's all the women's fault. And honestly, when you point the finger at someone else, you got three other fingers that are pointing back at you. So it's really important to see where what you do wrong. Like you you got to... You got to just look back on yourself. Like, 
in my past relationship, what mm -hmm. did I do wrong? You know what I'm saying? Be be very candid with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, be willing to admit that. And if you feel like you did wrong, apologize. You know what I'm saying? Even if it's years later, like I've had relationships where that was done years ago, but then you kind of do some self-reflection and you realize, yo, nah, you, you kind of did it. Mm -hmm. And then mind you, she did me dirty in some ways too, but it's like, it's not about that. It's about you accepting where you went wrong in your relationship. Mm -hmm. And it, it actually turned out to be beautiful. We ended up apologizing to each other and whatever. And we, I don't, I wouldn't say we're friends in a sense, but at least we get to a sense of we're cordial. We respect each other. You know, we, we added each other on social media again, you know what I'm saying? We communicate sometimes. And to me, that's beautiful. Like I, I, I thought there was a point in life where once she's an ex, that's it. You know what I'm saying? She in the trash and that's it. You know what I'm saying? It's done. And it's like, no, that's a very immature way to look at it. You know what I'm saying? Like you really can date someone and understand that, you know, we weren't meant to be together, but I still wish you the best. I still love you. I still am happy for you. I still um, want to see you do well. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's that's when you, you really mature. You when you you understand. Yeah. I I did wrong in the relationship. I want to make amends for that, not for the sense of personal gain, like trying to get back with her or something like that. It's just for the sense of trying to right my wrongs you know what i'm saying and i think that's and i think that would actually even help a lot of people get peace as well right because there's a lot of men and women out here running around damaging others because of what another person did to them and maybe if they got that apology from that person to say i messed i did this i did that we met, might not work for a relationship but i apologize and, and you can be cordial and move forward because why do you need to be enemies? I mean, you don't need to be buddy buddies. Of course you move on, but um, you don't need to be enemies just because a relationship ends. And especially in our community, we don't need to be making enemies with each other just because a relationship doesn't work out. Um, I think it's a healthy thing to do to, to have that conversation and, and, and just move forward so that both persons can move forward in a healthy way. Um, and sometimes it just starts with that apology. Um, and sometimes on one side, sometimes on both, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, you, you got to do that apology. And I think if more people gave out those apologies, there would be less savages out on the streets. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, there's a lot of people who all they wanted was an apology. Like, I know when, like, w what happened with me and my ex, like, the whole time, all I wanted was an apology. And he just found it hard to give an apology. And um, that was hurtful. I didn't become a savage like some women, but it was hurtful because it was just like, it, it made me have a harder time moving forward because I was just like, damn, if this is how people can be, then it's just like, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think, yeah, I think that's all some people need. It's just that apology. But I think too, as well, you as a person have to take your own accountability. And just because you never get that apology doesn't mean that you don't move forward. You're going to have to find a way to forgive that person, 
even if they don't deserve your forgiveness. And that's pretty much how I live my life now. And I mean, I'm, I'm friends with most guys I've dated on social media. Um, the ones that I'm not friends with, they, uh, uh, that's just their issue. I don't know. Um, but I've always tried to end things in a like civil manner because you never know when you're going to cross paths with that person and you might have to even work with them. And as a community, as a black community, we don't need to, we just don't need to be making enemies of each other just because a relationship doesn't work out. You're not meant to work with everybody that you meet. It's just not meant to work with everybody. It's just life. You get over it. Yeah, it's true. You know what I think? And I think that that unwillingness to be accountable for your behavior, I think it becomes, it comes from the, just the oversized ego that a yeah. lot of black people come with. You know what I'm saying? They just feel, it's like the sense of self-righteousness where they feel like in their mind, they do no wrong. So they, yeah. they don't never need to apologize to nothing. And there's nothing more absurd about that type of behavior. You know what I'm saying? Like you're a t- People are just selfish. People are very selfish, especially in today's age with social media and instant gratification and everything like it's just created a whole lot of very extremely selfish people and I think that's why um especially in our community people can't work together they're too much about themselves that's 100 percent. they're too much about themselves you know what I'm saying so it's really about togetherness when it comes to the black community really about accountability on your end you know what I'm saying and I think a lot of people are just afraid to do that and it's like what you said a lot of the times we just want people to recognize that they went wrong somewhere it's like you don't even want the relationship to go you don't want the relationship to end you just want to see that this person recognizes that their behavior is bothering you or their behavior is not right but a lot of the times people just refuse like adamantly to, to recognize their own misbehavior. You know what I'm saying? It's frustrating. It really is. Like, sometimes it's just like, you just, you just want to wring their throat. You're just like, I just want you to act right. And it's just like, why can't you just act right so this relationship can work? Like, sometimes I feel like I'm holding on to my relationships for dear life. Because it's and you shouldn't have to do that. No. You shouldn't have to do that. Like, I'm just like, what am it's I? Just- not meant to work at that point um if you feel like you have to like we go back to the point if you feel like you gotta change yourself and be all you know then it's not meant to work and that's okay that's okay though you can do your apologies and go your separate ways everything's not meant to work I think that's important to say too (laughs) yeah but uh, a lot of the time you just you want it to work you know what I'm saying it's just like you just want the relationship to work but then it's just like, what am I, desperate? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what am I doing here? Like, if she's not going to act right, then she got to get left, you know? And then it's just like, sometimes you want to give people chances to see if they will recognize it. You don't want to just cut people off too quick. But then it, it, you have to draw that line. You got to get to the point where it's like, okay, here we are. We're at the same, we're, we're at square one again. You know what I'm saying? We're not breaking any ground you can see that this girl is not trying <laughs> to change 
at think- all. And I'm not saying I'm not trying to say it's a woman thing. Maybe women see the same thing. Like they're holding on to this relationship and they see that this man would just not recognize the behavior that he's coming with that I don't like, you know? The problem with that is you, well, sorry, but the problem with that is you trying to change a person that you're just not compatible with. And I think people have to learn to recognize the compatibility issue. That's one of the biggest things I look at in men, like some men think that I don't want to date them because of this or because of that. A lot of times it's, I'm looking at your personality. I'm looking at my personality and I'm saying, okay, you're going to want me to change. And I'm, I'm, I like who I am as a person. And, and I mean, there's certain things I can improve on, of course, that I'm willing to, but there's certain things about me that it is who I am. And I like that part of me and I'm not going to change that and if you get into a relationship trying to change the parts of a person that they're not trying to change you're just not compatible and I think that's a lot of what happens oftentimes is people who are not compatible trying to force situations Uh, that's 100 percent. you know what I'm saying you just I never thought about it that way but you just got to recognize that yeah, that's the part of themselves that they're not willing to change. And you just got to accept that and move on. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, is like, I'll recognize these things quickly. So I'm just like, damn, I just don't want to throw away another relationship. You know what I'm saying? But then it, it just is what it is. You're compatible or you're not. Like, I agree yeah. with you. You're definitely right. And, and nothing's wrong if you're not compatible with a person. Just because you're attracted to a person doesn't mean you're meant to be with that person. That's Sometimes another thing. That's another thing. You're like, the attraction is there. Like, oh, I just, why can't she just act right? You know what I'm saying? But then it's like, what type of, what type of attraction are you getting caught up in? You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's another thing. It's so many things you have to look at. You know what I'm saying? I look back on certain relationships and I'm like, yeah, maybe you were just satisfied with certain aspects. You know what I'm saying? Are you thinking that that is genuine compatibility? But maybe it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? So you're right. It is what it is. Don't be afraid to let a relationship go after a month or two if you see that, yo, we're just not compatible. You know? Yeah. I mean, I I think a lot of times how to gauge compatibility is not necessarily two people being the same. Obviously, you don't want to be the exact same as your partner. That would probably get pretty boring, right? But um, look at their strengths, look at your strengths and weaknesses and 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 see how that fits, right? Do are they weak in areas you're strong and you can mend together and make that work? Do you guys have the same belief systems? Does this person have to change who they are at the core to try to please you? If they have to change who they are at the core to try to please you, then you guys are not a good fit. Now, if they have to change certain behaviors to try to please you and they're willing to do that because they don't like those parts of themselves, then okay, you have something to work with. But if you're trying to change something about a person that's within them, like that is who they are and they're happy with that, then that's you being selfish in a sense because you're trying to make them, mold them into what you want, but they're not actually that. And and normally if those people change just strictly to please you, 10 years down the line, they're leaving you anyway. Yeah, so it's in your best interest to walk away anyway. So yeah, 
It's true. It's true. Like I look back on it and I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess I could have let that relationship go earlier or whatever the case, you know what I'm saying? But it's those things where it's just like, you just want to see them grow in this area because you feel like pretty much everything else is dope. You know what I'm saying? You're just like, yo, I love her vibe. Everything is dope. I just wish she would just, you know what I'm saying? Have a little bit more, this one in particular, have a little bit more accountability and apologize when she was wrong about things. That was the issue I was having with her. Like, and it wasn't just stuff she was doing with me. It was just stuff she was doing with other people that she wouldn't accept fault in. And it was bothering me. And I noticed it early on in the relationship. And I was like, damn, I don't want to drop her yet. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want, I'm not done with her yet. You know what I'm saying? But then it's just like, you're just starting to go through the motions of the relationship. You see that after after a while, she's not, she doesn't see an issue with that part of her personality. So you, at some point you just got to recognize that and then just say, you know what? Another one's going to have to bite the dust, bro. It just yeah. it is. Your wife is somewhere down the road. I think that's another why, another reason why I'd be like, I be trying to make it work. I'm like, damn, I just want to be married, Joey. And it's just like, no, oh, don't geez. rush it, man. Don't rush it. Don't easy rush it. Like, take your time. Exactly. Easy, young grasshopper. Because then I look back <laughs> on it now and it's like, yo, can you imagine you married that girl? Yeah, it would have never worked because you're talking about someone that has this personality that not only affects your relationship, it affects their other relationships. So, that's at her core like she is not trying to change so that's at her core and trying to force somebody to take that out of that part out of them good luck <laughs> it is what it is so you really gotta learn hey another one gonna bite the dust keep it moving you know what i'm saying keep your head held high just trust in the process you know what i'm saying and it is what it is you know so um, I, I think we went over time a little bit, you know what I'm saying? So this has been, you know what I'm saying, another edition of the Relationship Discussion, part three. We covered a couple topics, you know what I'm saying? We went over time. I didn't even notice we went over time by a little bit, but it is what it is. Um, I just want to thank you again, you know what I'm saying? I want to thank you for your, your insight, you know what I'm saying? I learned a lot from this discussion um, about my own past relationships and stuff like that. And um, I, I think these discussions are important, especially when it's an equal platform. Men and women can both express their perspectives on how they view certain aspects of relationships and marriage and stuff like that. Um, I think this is a beautiful thing. I want to keep it up. Um, but yeah, shout out to you. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate uh, you for your time. You know what I'm saying? Everybody who's listening right now, make sure you check out her YouTube. She drops um, videos about all types of stuff. She gets really candid about um, different aspects of her life and stuff like that. And I really com com commend her on like her bravery to talk about certain aspects of her past and stuff like that. So, you know what I'm saying? We appreciate you. Um, keep doing what you do. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, just keep being an example of, you know, real women that are willing to accept, you know, their own faults, willing to be accountable for what they need to work on within themselves, not necessarily trying to change or revolutionize themselves, 
and be something somebody completely different, but to just grow and be a better version of themselves. So I commend you for that. Keep doing what you do. Um, do you have any last words for the people before we let you go? Um, I want to thank you once more for having me. Um, go follow me at bosslady underscore 876 on Twitter. I'm on Twitter now and um, Instagram. <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all heard it first. You know what I'm saying? This has been another edition of the relationship discussion <laughs> with, you know what I'm saying, the YouTuber Yanika, like I like she said, make sure you subscribe to her YouTube channel, follow her on all the different networks, and um, stay posted on her new videos, everything that she has coming out. So, you know what I'm saying? We thank you again. You stay safe. You have a great night, and we will see you on the flip side. In your next video, in the next part of this discussion, wherever we see you, we'll see you very soon, all right? Thank you. Bye. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Have a good night.